0: Good afternoon, everyone, again. Welcome to another Reach Markets Meet the CEO session. My name is Warwick Lace. I'm the head of Investor Relations at Reach Markets, and I'll be facilitating the session for you today. The purpose of these Meet the CEO webcasts is to give you, the investor, direct access to companies that you may be considering investing in. So we invite CEOs on here to tell their stories and to give you an opportunity to ask them questions about their companies. We host the session every alternate Wednesday at the same time with three new companies presenting each session. Advice or information in today's presentation is general in nature and does not consider your personal circumstances. You need to consider for yourself whether it is appropriate for you. We have uh, Julian Challingsworth, the the CEO of TestRent Limited, which is uh, Australia's largest ASX-listed cybersecurity company uh Julian without wanting to sound like a, a broken record again i i was just listening to a report last night that cyber attacks in australia um and globally i guess are uh, sort of uh, significantly up um obviously uh, security systems have been weakened by decentralization and people working from home is that um is that something that uh, you've seen in your business as well an impact from from covid yes it, it really um,
1: Actors and, people and, and and bad actors increase their attacks by around 450%. I have seen domain names registered and, and we believe many of them are purely there to launch phishing attacks and and, and take advantage of the crisis and, and people searching for information. So we're seeing uh, ransomware attacks up significantly. Um, we're seeing attacks an organisational IP up significantly and organisations are really struggling as as people are in large numbers are working from home and they're having to reconfigure their, their network and their business to adapt to, to such a mobile workforce. So, you know, significant increase in attacks while at the same time significantly, you know, more complexity in organisations' networks and, and their ability to deal with, with those threats. So very top of mind, you know, we see um, Scott Morrison's coming out and has put it on to the front page in a number of things. There's a digital conference on at the moment, and and we're seeing cyber as a key theme in that conference as as organisations accelerate their plans to to digitise their, their their business and adopt more digital technologies to help them run their business.
0: Right. All right, over to you. We'll uh, we'll listen listen to your uh, update.
1: Fantastic. Um,
0: so I'd like
1: to introduce everyone to Tesserin. Um, Tesserin's a really different firm over the last 12 to 18 months. Um, we, we listed around four years ago and we were pre- predominantly a managed services business based in Victoria. And, and two years ago the board set about a new path to, to grow a full service cyber firm that can really enable uh, large Australian organisations and government departments to protect their digital assets. You know, we really see the importance of digital assets a, a, a core to organizations business. And that transition is also opening up a lot of uh, vulnerabilities. Um, security has often been an afterthought, or it had been very specifically designed around uh, being in an office and working with on on-premise IT solutions. And, and we're all seeing you know rapid change with it moving, um, people moving to the cloud. Uh, people working from home, people working from cafes, and, and and pretty much everywhere. For us, we we set about make building this organisation to be the leading uh, firm in Australia. Um, we saw a clear need. Um, it, it was a very fragmented landscape with a with a large number of small organisations, and and there wasn't that single organisation of scale that government departments and uh, mid-tier and large companies could turn to to deliver all of their security requirements for, from one organisation. So, as we undertook that journey, we, we looked at the industry and we saw some really outstanding firms, well led, you know, with outstanding security professionals and engineers, and we started to bring them together. So, on the on the screen here, you can see that we, we've done a number of acquisitions over the last. 12 to 18 months to, to really deepen our capability and to be able to go to those organisations and say we can look after you from boardroom to basement. So we can help your organisation understand the threats that you face. We can help you understand your existing maturity um, and, and where you're doing well um, and, and where you're not doing as well as you need to be to, to defeat the threats. Um, number of acquisitions and a number of People have really joined our strategy to, to become part of the Tesla and family. Um, Rivium, our one team, fewer Pure, Pure security boards, some really fantastic offensive security into the fold. Um, ethical hacking and pen testing, you know, a great team who can look for vulnerabilities in your, uh, in your apps and in your, in your business and, and help you address them before an unethical hacker exploits them. Um, great team in Canberra. Uh, North that works for um, 10 of the the departments up there, growing very well and we're getting a lot of support from the federal government helping communicate the importance of cyber to the Australian economy. Recently we've had Heirloom uh, join us and uh, loot us and we should complete um, IQ3, which we announced a few weeks ago, um, which will bring in a lot of private cloud capability um, and, and is strongly focused into New South Wales government. So very, um, we were very specific in who we brought in. Um, we bought firms that were complementary both in, in culture um, and where they didn't have overlaps. You know, we wanted to build out our capabilities not be, and be very broad, but also very deep. So we, we're a pure cyber security company um, and we're staying very very focused on in that. Really massive change over the, um, over the last two years. You know, two years ago, we were 19 people in a, in a fantastic security operations centre in Box Hill and we were doing sort of circa uh, five to six million in, in revenue. Today, um, we're the largest listed cyber security company. The market cap's moving. Um, we're probably around 275 million today. Um, we've announced that we've, we've ticked over a, a key milestone that the board sent to, to get our uh, turnover up over 100 million. Um, and we're really happy, Q4 last year was our first uh, positive EBITDA quarter uh, in the company's history, and we'll really look to continue that on. You know, We are um, going to be EBITDA positive going forward. Um, great customer base, um, over 800 customers that we've dealt with in the last three years. Um, around 250 cyber professionals uh, across offices in Brisbane, Sydney, Canberra, Melbourne, um so great coverage to be able to support our clients and we are looking to to expand on on that coverage we're, we'll potentially look to expand into New Zealand we're looking for some opportunities there and the iQ three team that joined us uh, brought in a sales office in Singapore where we do have a number of customers so we'll look to expand uh, there and take some of the great services that we provide into that market. I think importantly now the largest independent listed cyber security firm in Canberra, um, which is really important because for us, that's a segment that is spending the most at the moment. You know, there's, there's a lot of um, money and, and you've seen the, the government's announced a, a 1.7 billion uplift on their already significant spend. Um, and, that, and that's getting a lot of attention. You know, government departments are really looking at how they uplift their, their cyber capabilities. Um, to acquisitions in in, uh, due diligence at the moment. We've signed term sheets so all going well. We hope that they'll join the the team in the next uh, couple of months and we've got a really robust pipeline of future acquisitions that can add both um, breadth of geography um, but also capabilities that we would like to have so we can really ensure that we are that full service firm. You can turn to to Tessarine and really work through all your security requirements, um, everything you need to do to protect yourself um, and protect your, your, dig, your digital assets. The key for us is, is how we go to market and I think historically organisations used to piece together um, a number of offers from a number of providers and, and our research showed that mid-size and large organisations were typically dealing with eight to ten uh, different companies. That was really complex, it was time consuming. Um, you never really knew if you had any any gaps, and, and importantly, you may have had uh, overlaps in the services that were being provided, and therefore you you're probably paying too much for, for cybersecurity and not necessarily covering uh, all the areas that you needed to cover. So we have a, a relatively straightforward model. Um, we walk through identify, protect, and monitor. Um, identify helps organizations understand both the threats they're facing and their current capabilities. And not just technically, but their processes. You know, How are they able to respond? Do they know how to respond if they have an incident? And, and what is their cyber culture like? People are, are one of the most important parts of your cyber defense. So we spend a lot of time with organizations helping them sort of uplift their people uh, capabilities and ingrain a security culture in the organization. Once, once we've done that baseline, We walk through the protect stage and we build out the the tools that people need to support them, their their technical tools, but also a lot around policies and procedures. Do you know what assets are the most important for you? Are they well protected? Um, And and is there good awareness across the organisation? Really importantly, one of our key services there is is monitor. So Kessarin has a team in our security operations centre Uh, in in Box Hill and our our new network operations centre in Sydney that can monitor and make sure those solutions are effective and are actually working. So we monitor our clients 24-7. Threats, you know, as you can imagine, internet-based threats are live all the time. Um, And we are too. You know, our team of engineers is is supporting that and looking at client issues and and stopping those potential threats before they become a, a significant issue for the business. On the right, and I know it's a bit small and and probably difficult to read, but it's a a recent report that uh, Austrade published around top Australian organisations that are supplying uh, government and defence. And we were really pleased, we we were recognised three times on this report. We're one of uh, the only organisations there, if you see highlighted pure security, that's able to deliver across all of the dimensions um, that that are required there from government, govern, identify, protect, detect and respond. So that really means we can go in and support an organisation on on the whole journey for for their cyber requirements. How is that playing out into our customer base? At the moment, uh, around 50, a little bit more now with IQ3, of our uh, revenue comes from government, both across federal, state governments and and local government. Um, This is really important for us. We think it's a, it's a great sector to be in. Um, they're really uplifting their capabilities and it's a sector that we are very close to and uh, we're really delivering very um, some very interesting work in there for the Australian government. Um, 30% of our revenue comes from industrials and financial services. You have a huge customer base um, in there. Um, brands that you would know, mid-tier firms, Um, right up to some of the the, the largest firms in in the ASX 50 that that we're supporting on a number of security issues. And and one of the most important areas for our growth is around critical infrastructure, uh, health and energy and utilities. This is something that we are um, building very significantly in, um, uh, enabling organisations to adopt IoT to protect their SCADA and and to make sure that those critical organisations to the economy, the energy companies, the utility companies, the telecoms companies are able to deliver, deliver services. How do, we, how do we pull this all together? You know, We've done a, a number of acquisitions, we've done seven. We are going to do a not, uh, quite a few more. We, we continue to build out our capability, both from a, a sector perspective, but certainly from a, a services and capabilities perspective. So we group them into three main areas consulting services uh, products and solutions working with some of the top vendors from around the world helping organizations that adopt their products and really importantly for us is our is our monitor and manage you know, it's, in, it's important because these are contracts that are sold on three to five year terms um, they're long term high gross margin highly scalable and this is where we see a really significant opportunity for us to to really build out our revenue and build out our goal, which is delivering security as a service. You know, we we wanna help our our clients shift away from doing ad hoc projects and and individual engagements with us into uh, long-term contracts where we're able to deliver each service that they need to uplift and flex those services. So really working to uplift our monitor and manage and that book of, recurring revenue. We see um, our, our consulting services as, as really important to customer engagement and helping them understand what they need to do but ultimately we'd really like to, to grow the business in that monitor and manage and we've got a really strong focus and, and potential acquisitions coming into that IoT space. You know, we're seeing huge numbers of sensors um, connecting with 5G is going to have a big impact on, on what organisations can achieve but it's also going to introduce a lot of security issues and, and we plan to be at the centre of, of helping those those large Australian organisations successfully adopt that technology while protecting citizen data and, and their customer data. As I mentioned, you know, government and defence and intelligence communities are a big part of our work um, and, and it's growing very significantly. Industrials and financial services have been heavily impacted by. Um, by COVID um, and, and really some interesting work there shift enabling those organisations to securely work from home. And then we've touched on that smart utility, smart cities and um, you'll, you'll see a number of uh, potential acquisitions coming into that space to really extend our capability um, and be the leader in, in that space. Our ambition, um, you know, is. Uh, we, Highly ambitious organisation. We, we've achieved some great things, but we've really just got to the start line. You know, we've we've done this work to build out the platform, but we are going to significantly increase this over the next 24 months. You know, remain the number one listed uh, cyber security company. Um, hopefully join the, the Australian Tech industry the next time that re-rates. Um, increase our in- enterprise value. I think we're almost at that 300 million. Mark, that we will look to continue to build our enterprise value and our share price out. I'm very keen to get to uh, 150 million turnover run rate by the end of the financial year, if not sooner, you know, and we're very, very focused on that. And uh, we're going to plan that will happen sooner. That represents a 350% turnover uplift from where we started the financial year at at the end of the uh, the FY20 financial year we had a 40 million revenue run rate but we're going to significantly grow that while continuing to grow our profit you know and being focusing on uh, growing our EBITDA significantly over the next year. The acquisitions um, there's a number in we're going to maintain the tempo um, we're going to continue to to find the best organizations and build them into our platform um, and we'll look to be you know well in excess of 300 skilled engineers um, who, who joined the team delivering for Australian organisations and one of our key key milestones is, is growing our average customer spend to, to over a million dollars a million dollars per year per account and I think this is this is something we're focused on internally as a measure of cross-fill um, and, and really helping a shift to security as a service How we execute on that um, is, is really those capabilities coming together under specific industry executives who know the market, understand the challenges that our clients face, and then we assemble the best practices and, and build out that security as a service with a really strong focus on, on people and culture. We're, we're only as good as our, our engineers and, and we're lucky to have great engineers and to continue to attract really Leading people into the organisation, so I think it's a really exciting time for us. Um, we've, you know, we've had a pretty busy year with the number of acquisitions, but uh, there's definitely no, uh, no sense of slowing down. Um, we're we're here to build a large firm to support Australian organisations, and it's, uh, it's something we're very proud of what we've achieved. But um, it's only the beginning. You know, we're, we're really focused on on, on growth. Um, to, to make sure we can support our customers and deliver value for our shareholders.
0: That's fantastic, Julian. Thanks, uh, thanks very much. Uh, we'll shoot through a few questions. Uh, uh, the acquisitions actually seem to be uh, the, main, uh, the main source of attention for the questions. Peter and Julie are asking, um, sort of how, how do you go about integrating the acquisitions and what's the funding strategy uh, sort of in the past and going forward for for
1: the acquisitions sure um, so we're, we're very focused on integrating the acquisitions from a finance and people and culture perspective um, we't we, um, we haven't put them all together because at the moment they're, they're, they're great businesses um, that are working well together the The acquisition strategy was really about buying complementary firms. Um, that could then support each other and cross-sell and individually grow those businesses and really realise additional potential. You know, they had great founders, great leadership in them and, and that's what we found attractive. Um, from a Tesserin perspective, it's really about enabling those organisations to grow and to realise the synergy value. So we, we take away some of the boring stuff in finance and administration and we make sure that they've got the working capital and the support and and the, the, the HR teams to really to grow and be a key part of um, the offer. Yeah. from a from okay. a funding perspective, we've yeah. um, put to date. We've um, it's been really important to us as people join our strategy that uh, predominantly they take fifty percent of the enterprise value in in, in script. Um, we then fund fifty percent in cash uh, of of the cash payment. Half of that is paid. Uh, when they join the company and ha- the remaining cash is paid out of the free cash flow that the organisation generates over twelve to eighteen months. So you know it's part 50% equity, 50% cash, but it's important for us and it's really important that the, the founders and the and the people who are involved in building the business become really strong shareholders and, and realise the value uh, for their organisation through increasing the share price
0: um a quick question on the uh, sort of split between uh, revenue growth from acquired businesses and organic revenue growth is that um is that something you've uh, you've broken down and uh, looked at for the coming years
1: we um it is we have um strong organic growth you know it varies it varies by by sector um, our government, defence, and intelligence—you know—is really going—you know, double-digit, you know, high teens, twenty percent growth. Um, some parts of the business, of a smaller base, are, are growing at three x as as they're winning more significant government contracts. Um, our industry and uh, industrials and financial services a bit more impacted by COVID, but still growing significantly, um, sort of in that ten percent range organically. And then we're we're accelerating our growth through revenue synergies, and and, and bringing in new organisations that are complementary. Critical infrastructure, smart utilities, smart cities, it's growing really quickly for us, but it's coming off a low base. You know, this is an area that we see as key to our three to five year plan, and and for Tesserant to be a a real leader in Australia in in this space um, as more and more sensors get deployed and more and more devices get deployed uh, to take advantage of 5G networks and the like.
0: Very, very good. Thank you very much, uh, Julian. It's uh, story has certainly come a very long way since uh, I was uh, in contact with uh, TNT last and uh, looking, uh, looking good. So all the best with it. Thanks for your time today. That's all from us. Thanks, uh, thanks very much from Reach Markets. Keep well and chat soon. Bye.